Hi All everyone, right. welcome to the I Don't Know Show with Joe. I'm Joe, and I don't know much about health and fitness and the state of health and fitness in the U.S., but my guest, Akiva Mandel, does. Akiva, thank you for returning to the show. Joe, it's great to be here. I thought we had a very pleasant conversation during our last time when you had me as a guest on your podcast, and I'm happy to be back. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. So first question I wanted to ask you is, why is caring about health and fitness important? Uh, well, I wouldn't even know where to start. Let's start by saying how if you want to live longer, you take care of yourself better. Mm-hmm. You can't really, there's no argument with that. Now, there's different ways to take care of yourself better. Um, one of the most important things is watching what you eat and what you consume. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, over the past year, I personally myself began to eat. I'm not saying I, I'm a perfect eater, even if there is such thing as that, whatever that even means. But I stopped eating fried foods as much. Mm-hmm. I don't eat. I don't eat any sugar cereal. I haven't had sugar cereal in so long. Maybe since we were growing up. And um, uh, yeah, so um, if you want to live life long, and I noticed that I started to feel a, a lot better when I started eating healthier. I drink less soda as well uh, because, well, we all know how soda is for you. You drink but any yeah, soda um, at all? What I drink soda, yeah, on, on the weekends I do. Wow, it's wild. Yeah. I, I, every I, time I, I see I someone who drinks soda, it blows my mind. I feel like I don't know that many people that drink soda anymore. Really? Yeah. Well, yeah, because people are becoming people are, which is becoming so health conscious. But that brings us to the to the question: If people are, let's say, people are drinking less soda, becoming more health conscious, why there's still so many? Why is uh, obesity and uh, diabetes and, and artery disease such a still huge problem here in um, yeah. the United States? Like, what's what's going on? That's a good question. Keep... That's, the, that's the question. What's the I, I don't know. So, okay. So I guess like, so, so everybody's different, right? You're, mm-hmm. you're able to drink soda and, and not become obese or, or, or diabetic, but other people have different genetics, um, different, you know, both, uh, you know, individually, everybody's different. And also, um, people with similar genetics share certain health characteristics. Certain population groups, on average, have different health risks and health profiles. So, I guess the question is: Is there a one-size-fits-all? Here's what you have to do to be healthy, or is it different for everybody? And and how is it possible to even offer generic advice without seeing somebody's DNA or you know blood and urine biomarkers, family history? Etc. Well, that's that that that's a great question. You're you're 100 on point about genetics, family history. What about someone who's allergic to nuts? And nuts are super healthy for you. Like, I, I personally I eat almonds, a little bit of almonds, cashews, and pistachios almost every single day. Right after I have breakfast, which is consisted of usually a yogurt or cottage cheese, avocado, and two hard-boiled eggs. And maybe maybe a whole grain English muffin. So there's there's the the obvious the obvious way to eat healthy and nutritious and, and, and have good nutrition is is have a plan. Mm. Have a have a plan so you're not always. Let's say you crave, like like I, I grew up eating cereal like almost my whole life. My, yeah. I mean it was, it was breakfast. It was breakfast. Like, Isn't that you, crazy? You, by you the way, <laughs> it is crazy. It's so crazy uh, that I mean, that's like a standard breakfast that basically everyone ate growing up, and, and I guess like the milk 
can be healthy, but but the cereal is garbage. <laughs> There's so much sugar in these cereals. I used to love Frosted Flakes. It's one of my still one of my favorite cereals. I I, I, I honestly I cannot remember the last time I had cereal. Well, I have eggs. I mean, I, in, instead of maybe instead of giving children cereal milk for breakfast, what about uh, even helpless cereal? I know some parents give them special K. I've seen Even a that's smart not star, really good. You know the the history of cornflakes, right? Not not necessarily. Maybe I, I don't think I do. <laughs> I think I think cornflakes were in, invented in order to reduce testosterone, or something like that. If that's They're, the case, and that's just ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the 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 inventor of of cornflakes uh, had had an issue with. Uh, I think he was like a some type of fundamentalist Christian or something. I'm kind of talking out of my ass right now. I don't really know the details, uh, but he right. had a lot of issues with with promiscuity and stuff. And and he invented cornflakes as a way to fuck with people's hormones. <laughs> That's what I heard. Oh, I mean, a good thing. I I was more. I was personally more of a uh, frosted flakes kind of guy. I mean, I literally grew up. Tony the Tiger was the man. <laughs> They're great. Oh yeah, uh, and they're directly marketed to children too. It's kind of weird. And they're always used to say like Tony's would like flex the tiger would flex in front of flakes on the cereal box like it's good for you. Right. And it gets you strong even though they're like coated with sugar. They're literally coated with sugar. And Cheerios are good for your heart. And Cheerios are great. Cheerios are good are... cereal. A lot of people give their babies Cheerios and babies like them. That's really important. That's great. Well it's 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 healthier than most of the other cereals. Uh, probably right. probably Cheerios and, and Rice Krispies are probably the healthiest, but I don't think any of them are healthy. I don't think any They're of them are either. They're all food I mean, at the end of the for, day. You know what? Let me, for example, let's, let me just, just for a heck, heck of it, if this ever loads. Um, well, okay, fine. While that's loading, oh, here we go. Cheerios Nutrition. Okay. <laughs> I'm just curious to know myself. Yeah, but you're gonna so find the, gonna... the the propaganda from from the Cheerio side of things. <laughs> well, I don't. I mean, uh, okay. So Cheerios maintain. Let's see, Healthline.com seems pretty reliable. Are Cheerios healthy? Nutrients, flavors, and more. Cheerios contain whole grains and nutrients like vitamin D and iron. But Cheerios are. Cheers are processed food and eating processed exactly. foods may often have negative consequences to your health. That's another thing we can get into. Processed food. I mean, I understand companies are trying to make money. Yeah, we're in capitalism, blah, blah, blah. It's good. It's good to make money. There's nothing wrong with making money. But it's not good to get greedy and start putting – I mean, if you go to a supermarket, they have the produce section and then you have like processed food section. Yeah. They got cereals, snacks. So – I mean, processed. What, like, what does it really mean to be a processed food? Processed food means they're they're adding all these chemicals to make it more tasty and addictive, make it last longer. Exactly. Yeah. So it's it's basically it's going through a, a process that makes it more shelf stable. Um, so that's like the primary thing. So like they 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 fuck with it to make it last longer. And then like you said, right. they mess with the flavor profiles. You have all these flavor engineers. Especially for the unhealthy stuff that are, are just trying to come up with flavors and and certain chemicals that make the things addictive. Like if you look at like Doritos or all these like potato chip things, yeah. like they pay a lot of money figuring out what's the exact 
combination of of flavor and salt that's gonna get you hooked and this shit's fucking addictive um right yeah so processed foods are are pretty bad And, and, and you can say that like cheerios and rice krispies are healthier than some of the other processed foods and that and that's probably correct but um anything that's like removing the just natural food like just going to the store getting fruits and vegetables and meat and eggs and and whatever is just like uh and, and, and even you could get into like the whole factory farming and like the meat we have isn't as healthy as it could be but it's still not a processed food uh and i'm not saying i do this mm-hmm. but if you if you live on a diet that is like you said nuts and 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 uh, protein and vegetables and you're not eating all this garbage food that's probably the best diet or the best starting place for a diet then you could talk about like how much how many uh apples to eat how much uh meat to mm-hmm. eat like but i think cutting out processed food and especially soda i mean yes I'm, that's horrible I'm, it's just drinking sugar I, I, so, so, <laughs> yeah oh you know you know what i discovered the other day so a can of coke was what 42 grams of sugar Something like that. Um, just make sure. Can of Coke sugar. Thirty-nine grams of sugar. That's a lot of sugar, bro. Yeah. But I discovered something crazier. I went to the. Um, I went to the. I went to Whole Foods and I went to buy a a, 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 um, a, a fruit smoothie. You know, like a, but not not one made in the store. One that's one of the bigger brands, like um, the pre-made ones. Good company? Naked. Yeah, yeah, pre-made one. Yeah, naked. Or yeah, so I went to get the blueberry, and, and I'm like, oh, you know, I want. I, I'm, I'm thinking to myself, this is great. I'm gonna have a smoothie with my breakfast. I'm gonna eat healthy. So I'm like, what are the nutrition's in here? I turn it yeah, around, it's not. and you know how many sh- grams of sugar are in these naked drinks? It's a ton. It's a ton. You're not supposed to eat you know 30 apples and 10 mangoes and you know 10 bottles of orange juice you know you're supposed to have like one or two <laughs> there is 53 grams of sugar in these drinks these are supposed to be smoothies and it's supposed to be healthier for you well it probably is healthier because the sugars are natural and not added sugars but it's still All not right. good to drink that much sugar I know. I mean, a can of Coke itself is. I don't even. Every time I do get a can of Coke, I'm not even sure if I finish the whole thing because it's just. I mean, it's a sugar overload. The sugar rush, and, you know, it's it's a. It's also like, whatever, it doesn't matter. So I was thinking to myself, how is it possible that a can of Coke has less sugar than uh, a store bought fruit smoothie that's pre made? Uh, I mean, I don't think it's that crazy. It's. Uh... I mean, Coke has has water in it, and it has. Uh, uh, I mean, I don't really know what the ingredients are, right? It's like a. I guess they kept it secret so long, right? But um, um, yes, I mean, yeah, it's not. It's, not, it's only two people. Since I'm, I'm a huge Coca-Cola fan. I, I, don't, I probably always will be. I mean, one of these days I'll I'll give it up. I don't know. Uh, there's only two people that, and maybe two or three people that in the whole world that know the secret Coca-Cola formula. One is the. Um, I guess the CEO or the president, and then the other one is the Mashiach of the OU. Oh wow! I never thought about that. Yeah, because isn't that isn't that isn't that interesting? Because OU yeah. is the one that certifies Coca Cola, and the rabbi has to know the ingredients. But I I think they give it to him. If what I heard in 
a different order. Like he doesn't actually know the percentages, the, the, yeah, the formula, but he knows what's in there, and that's just wow. seriously interesting. So the 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 OU. The OU's rabbi, it might be, I'm not sure if it's Rabbi Ganag or, or a rabbi on site. They know. Like, I never thought about that. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. So they, the rabbis know all the secrets for all these kosher uh, brands that have secret formulas. You know, Dr. Pepper or... or uh, Dr. Pepper's formulas, I, I don't know. I didn't know Dr. Pepper's formula was secret, but I mean... I, I think they're like all Dr. secrets, Pepper. right? They're, I mean, that's what gives them the brand power. Otherwise, the copycats could copy it exactly. That's why if you get... RC Cola doesn't taste exactly like Coke. If you get it's not RC Cola tastes like garbage. I'm sorry to <laughs> going to be listening to this. I do not endorse RC Cola. I had to add drink when I was in Israel because that's all my yeshiva had. So yeah. <laughs> so all right. So you came out here to talk about health and fitness and you're a regular soda drinker. So explain. Uh, I'm a weekend soda drinker. <laughs> not 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 first of all, yes, yes, not every weekend. And it's also like I don't go through a whole bottle. Like I go through uh, a, f- a few cups. Like maybe maybe I'll have half a cup or a cup on Friday night. And if I go to a shul, I'll have Coke there. Or if I go to someone's place for a meal, I'll have some soda there. And then I mean, that's really like I don't I, I don't even think I have any soda in my house here. I personally don't. I guess, I I guess my have... question is like, why are you passionate about this topic, and what part of it are you passionate about? Okay, so I'm passionate about this because I, ever since I started exercising, well, I've been I've been working out since I was, well, technically in high school, but I, I never took it as serious as I did in the, in the past two years because uh-huh. I started eating I started eating healthy as well. I don't know what the I forget what the percentage is, but they're saying there's this very strong percentage of your diet is going to affect how how your workout routine. For example, if you um, go to the gym for two hours and you come back and have a a big tub of ice cream. I don't know how that's gonna really uh, help you get, build muscle, but if you come back, have a piece of salmon, uh, some rice, and some green beans or broccoli, because that's certainly broccoli. That's really good for your muscle. It helps you rebuild the muscle that was that you or that you that you're not necessarily losing, but you're, you're trying to gain it when you're working out. Right. And that's why it's important to eat. I think they said within 30 minutes of working out. Now, with that being said. It's also good if, if if it's also important to look well, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not saying you have to be one of these freaking steroid gym freaks who works out five times a day for three hours. No, that that's insane. I mean, if, if people want to become uh, if people want to become really well into working out and then it's become a hobby, then good. That's great. I try to go three four times a week. It's have, it's I important to to you to look well, or you think it's important for everyone to look well? It's important for everyone to look well, not just myself. Why? Why is it? I I understand it's important for everyone to feel well. It's important for everyone to, uh, to be healthy. But it isn't looks, uh, subjective. What do you mean by look well? Well, I I, I don't. When I say look well, I'm just mean I'm really mean fit, like 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 in good shape. Because you you're that's your your health your health you're talking about. It's important for everyone to ironic, be in good shape. Is what is what you meant? Yeah, everybody, got yeah. men, women, adults. Maybe I would maybe even say children if to a certain extent, but uh, yeah, it's important because also if you're looking to find a significant other, wouldn't you want them to look well, to look good as well? Yeah, but that's subjective, right? Like you, you want somebody that you're attracted to, and and you want to be attractive for other people. But that's exactly. But that's up to whatever people like different things, right? 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but it's, it's important to me because um, I used to I used to be very skinny growing up, and now that I, I got not now I'm not so skinny anymore. Um, I'm, 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 I, I feel good. I'm building muscle. I sleep. I sleep much better. And that's also something I, 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 I want to. Uh, that's that's not speak spoken about so much. Getting good amount of sleep yeah. is extremely important for your health and the health and nutrition. I can't. I can't. So like last night, I, I, I don't know what it was. Maybe because it was constructed. It was like a Con Ed was doing some emergency thing a few blocks Damn, away. Con it was Ed. noisy. Whatever, whatever it was. I could, I couldn't sleep well last night, and like I, I'm tired. But I know. Every time I somehow I always manage to go to bed early on a Monday night. Nobody's going out and nobody's doing anything, so I manage to be in bed by Monday night by nine thirty, ten o'clock, and then I wake up at six fifteen or six thirty, and I just feel much better. That's amazing, and and that's something I always struggle with is like I suck at sleeping, and I think when it comes to uh, wellness, like I think diet, exercise, and sleep are are the most important things. And I can force myself to eat well, and I can force myself to exercise. But no matter what I do, right. I've tried many, many things. I just can't force myself to have a good night's sleep. So how how do I improve my sleep quality? Wow, that's first of all, uh, I'm so sorry that you're going that. That that's that's rough. Like sleep, I I can't. I've had some pretty bad nights of sleep, and the next day I always feel like garbage. Like there's, yeah, it's 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 a it's a science that's. Un- it's, it's this, it feels like it's just this unbreakable pattern, and there's nothing you can do about it except just have to live with it. So, there's, I mean, did you, have you ever seen a doctor about it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've, I'm, I'm, I've seen, I'm seeing. I, I've, I, I've tried to work a lot on the sleep um, stuff, but uh, it, it's not easy, right? Because like diet and exercise, you can are not easy, but you can kind of push yourself. Right. Um, yeah. But sleep is very hard to push yourself. Yeah, it's hard to push yourself to sleep. I mean, uh, the 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 best the best times I I went to bed is when I exercised that day, obviously I healthy, and then I turned my computer. I I turn I I steered away from my phone thirty minutes before. Let's say I'm trying to fall asleep by ten thirty. Put my phone, put it on silent, put it, turn my alarm on, and then at nine 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 thirty to ten o'clock, I'm either tra- reading a book or tra- already trying to fall asleep, and then. Um, there's some teas that you can have. Valerian root is supposed to be yeah. very, very good. I'm not sure if you've heard of that, but it's supposed to like really rely, help you relax. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've, I've, uh, I've tried all the supplements. I, I actually, I have some Valerian um, pills. I take them sometimes. I, I don't know. I mix it up every night, and if, if, right. it, if it works, I try it again the next night, and then at some point, it usually stops working. But right, Mel- <laughs> Mel- melatonin never really worked for me. I'll tell you that. I tried it. I tried that. Yeah, um, melatonin is something I've taken, and and I mean, recently, um, you know, within the past couple of years, found out that it, it's it's been very abused, and you're not supposed to take as much melatonin as there is in a lot of these supplements. You know, you can get oh, I never... supplements three milligrams, five milligrams, ten milligrams, twenty-five milligrams. Yeah. I extremely, saw it, yeah. extremely high. I take, if I take, I take 300 micrograms, micrograms, wow. so 0.3 grams, and right. uh, like you, it's a, it's a hormone, um, and you're not supposed to take as much as there are, and and, and there aren't that many brands that sell melatonin at, at 300 micrograms or less. Like you, like the lowest you'll see is like one milligram, and that's already high according to a lot of the people you're not supposed to really i'm reading right now a book called why we sleep by matthew walker he's one of the top 
experts in sleep. Um, it's actually very interesting. We have two competing systems uh, that control your sleep. One is right. uh, a pressure called, I think it's called adenosine, that builds up the longer you're awake and that makes you sleepy and it makes you want to go to sleep in order to alleviate that. And the other is your circadian rhythm, uh, which is uh, kind of like your, your body knowing what time it is and depending what time of day it is, uh, you want to go to sleep. I'm not sure if I got that 100% correctly, but there's something like two systems. And when it comes to the um, adenosine, like the only way to alleviate that is to sleep. When it comes to the circadian rhythm, um, that goes like pretty closely to you know sun sunrise and sunset. Um, and a lot of times, the issue that we have is um you know because we're indoors so much your circadian rhythm can become offset from the natural uh sunrise sunset so something andrew uberman says to do is uh when you wake up in the morning to stare at the sun for like 10 15 minutes and that uh kind of resets your your circadian clock so i've been doing that i think it's helping a little bit but i think you have to do it regularly to really get into well, it I'm I'm more concerned about your eyesight if you're staring at the sun for ten minutes. That's like really bad for. Yeah, that's what I thought. Sleep. But he he's an ophthalmologist, so he he knows he knows about this. <laughs> I, I I I would definitely assume so. Yeah, he's an ophthalmologist. Um, okay, wow. Uh, I'm I'm gonna try the. I mean, personally, I don't really have trouble sleeping so much. I only have trouble sleeping if I drink the night before. Yeah, alcohol which, definitely is uh, a sleep ruiner <laughs> it it destroys your sleep and it took me like i used to think oh uh, uh, i'm it's great I'm, I'm i'm having i'm gonna have a bunch of drinks go out with some friends and then just gonna be able to fall asleep because i'm tired and drunk but then i always ended up waking up the next day earlier and i was waking up and, and apparently you can't get into full REM cycle uh, of sleep when you drink yeah it, it, it affects all your your sleep cycles even if for me depending how much i drink um you know sometimes it'll make me fall asleep easier. A lot of times it, it'll make me not fall asleep, but, but it, for most people, I think it makes you fall asleep easier. But it, even if you do, it's usually very interrupted sleep and, and it usually yeah. affects how much REM sleep you get. Right, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's 100% correct. So um, yeah, that's why, I don't, that's why I don't really drink much during the week anymore. Um, I used to, which was nice and fun and great, but it just started to affect my sleeping patterns and I sleep much better now. So what what's your uh, routine around health and fitness? Like it sounds like you're you try to eat healthy, you try to exercise, you try to get good sleep, you try to cut back on alcohol, soda. Like what what's your routine? Routine is let's say Sunday would be the definitely uh, Sunday morning is the best time to go grocery shopping because um, they stocked in for Sunday, they stocked up, and New York likes to sleep in on Sunday mornings. So you're beating the crowd and you get all your stuff and then um, then I come home and I'll try to do and then I'll try to do some meal prep, try okay. to cook chicken breast, some roast beef maybe, salmon, and then Brussels sprouts are great. Cauliflower. I haven't had a cauliflower in a while. It just reminded me I got to get that. Wow. Broccoli. So you meal prep for the whole week. Yeah, because that's uh, amazing. Because I just it just it just it just makes it so much easier. And then look, what what let's say sometimes it's hard to. This is the the thing with meal prep is it's can be hard because if you have plants on Sunday, 
Right. And then you, it can like throw your whole. It, I'm not saying it's going to throw your whole week off, but it can just if you don't plan a time and maybe Sunday night works better for you. Just find a time to to, to take two hours, two and a half hours, whatever it is. Cut your vegetables. Um, and 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 I know I'm saying you have to eat all these expensive meats. Like you just get you can have chicken or salmon or or maybe even uh, what's that really? What's the alternative that vegans eat for for uh, protein? Like beans or something? Uh, tofu, yeah, tofu. tofu. Yeah, and then Monday mornings are. It's kind of when you have a routine. It's the first day of the week. Kind of is a make can, can be a make it or break it. So there, ha- don't get me wrong. There are some times where I get up at six fifteen in the morning or six o'clock in the morning. I'm like, okay, I'm too tired. I'm not going to the gym. And then I hit mm. snooze. Then I hit snooze for like a whole hour. So I, I just I, I had done that sometimes, and it sucks. Um, uh, I, I actually I didn't go this morning because I was just really tired. Like I don't know what it was. Maybe I didn't get enough, I didn't get enough sleep last night. But generally speaking, I like to I like to go work out in the morning. From the from try to get there around six forty five, and I'll leave there around eight twenty. Wow! So. so you go to the gym at, at six forty five in the morning, uh, yeah. every day, a few times a week. How often? About three to four times a week. Wow! And. How how far is the? Do you have a gym in your building? Do you have to go to a a, a place? I go to um, Blake Fitnesses, all the ones in um, Manhattan. I have access to. Okay, so how far away is that from you? You have to it, take a subway, or me, you can walk there's there. There's one. I, so I, I work in. I work across from Bryant Park, and there's two Blake Fitnesses. There's oh, so one, you go before work. Yes, there's one right next to Whole Foods in Bryant Park, which is great. And then there's another one, and right near, right next to Grand Central Station. So I got two great options. That's amazing. So, so something that I struggle with a lot, and I think you 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 touched on it a little bit, but if I'm not feeling like a hundred percent, I'm torn between, uh, you know, resting or pushing myself. Right? Like, does my body need rest right now, or or, you know, like like Joe Rogan would say you know conquer your inner bitch right and just go go fucking do it you know so how do you know if it's time to rest or time to push i'm not gonna lie to you that's actually a really hard question to answer because i still ask myself that same question often what do i mean by that i mean there were a couple days where i'm like oh god i feel like crap or let's say um another something something i really need to stop doing is stop eating um ice cream at nighttime. (laughs) Um, or, I, I recently, or probably at I all, recently, to be honest. <laughs> I know. I mean, I'm a sucker for mint chocolate chip ice cream, especially Baskin Robbins flavor. They have the best flavor out there. So, um, um, so sometimes, I, sometimes it would be like because I used to get home really late at night, and I would and I would just have ice cream at like eight thirty nine o'clock, and I'm like, what am I doing? And the next day, I think my sleep would get a little affected that night because you know you ate that's supposed to eat an hour or two before bed. So if I didn't get into good enough sleep, I would be like, oh, God, what do I do? And there have been mornings where I push myself. I'm like, do I want to go back to sleep? Back to sleep? And then I think to myself, screw this. I'm going to go. And then guess what? Sometimes it's a hard workout, yes, because you're still tired. But I still push myself anyway. Here's number one piece of advice I would give anybody. Even if you just show up at the gym for just 20 minutes and you're just yes. there, at least you got out of bed and you yes. went. You went. I love that. If, if you, you, lose, you, you lose if you – if you're sick, don't go. Well, please stay home, for God's sake. Yeah. But if you decide, if you if you're tired and, and and you decide not to go, or if you are not too tired and you're just too lazy and you're just on the couch or in your bed, you lost for that for that day. I'm not saying you maybe maybe you can go in the night. Right. But 
No, you're there's you're some, so right. Like, by the way, you're so yeah. right. I believe in that. If fully. I was my, now, if if you actually needed sleep, like I did this morning, and you went back to sleep, okay, fine. But if you were just gonna be like, that's just gonna be my phone for like another hour right. instead of going to the gym. Don't, don't do that. Yeah. No, I agree. It's better to go to the gym and have a bad workout or you know not mm-hmm. really do too much than to not go because it contributes to building a good habit and it's so hard when you're out of practice to start yes. once you're starting it's so much easier it's not easy but it's easier to keep going so if exactly. you just went to the gym for for you know you've been on schedule and today you're not feeling up to it you're going to break your habit it, it might lead to many days of not going to the gym whereas yeah. you could just go and and don't be hard on yourself you don't feel well so don't don't push too hard but go definitely go and i, I like that a lot yeah well for me no matter, no matter like usually i ride i try to ride on a bike for 15 minutes and on the bike machine and and try i try to hit three miles and I usually do almost every single time I go. It's great. That, by the way, is something I would love to get into. I, I ever since I started doing that, it's my workout has become night and day. Like the, you're because it gets your blood flowing. You're, mm-hmm. you're, you're, I'm not like I'm not even going for that long. It's 15 minutes, three miles. It's something, nothing crazy. Right. And then there were some times where like oh, I'm too tired for this. So you know what? Instead of 15 minutes, I'm going to do eight minutes. And th- that's that's fine. Yeah. It's okay, but anything if if you if you feel that there's a part of you that can actually go, just sh- go there, show up, and if. It, Worst comes to worst, um, you you would just worked out for twenty minutes instead of an hour. Right. Yeah. No, it's great. And a lot of times I surprise myself when I'm I don't feel like going to the gym and and I force myself to just go, and I end up having good workouts sometimes. And I'm like, wow, oh, hell yeah, I wasn't even gonna Absolutely. go. You know. Absolutely. You don't know yeah. until you go. Sometimes. Sometimes when you show up, you find additional motivation. Once you're there, yeah. like, I don't know if you ever do Speaking yoga, like it's so hard for me to do it at home by myself. I'll never get through mm-hmm. the whole thing. But if I show up in a yoga class, then like I've never not completed a full hour. Like once you show up, you can find additional motivation. And our yoga is super good for your, um, for your physical body and for your mind as well. Apparently. Yeah. I'm 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 looking to get into actually you just that's a good idea I really should get into you I'm trying to get more into yoga and meditation and there's all these things on YouTube the yeah. problem, the the good the good the bad and good thing about YouTube is there's so many different videos I wouldn't know like where to no don't begin. do the videos go to a class I I have a a great class to recommend since you're in New York and I have to find one here but uh, since you're in New York uh, this guy does a class it's donation based. Um, so I think uh, no, like suggested donation is like ten dollars, and it's on Broadway and like 105th Street at the That's the, right the Taekwondo place uh, upstairs on Sunday. I know at what that is like yeah, 11, that's the massage place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's at 11:30 on a Sunday. Uh, it's basically like a block north of where Yoga to the People used to be. I used to go to Yoga to the People all the time, but they shut down. Um, okay. So I think. My my routine, my ideal routine, as far as as working out goes, is um, three to four days a week, or let's say let's say at least three days a week of of cardio and strength training, one day a mm-hmm. week yoga. That would be my ideal. But it's hard for me to to find yoga that is cheap enough to do every week. That's why like 
it's great when you find that class where where well they'll take ten dollars and you know that's great you know like a lot of these classes are like thirty forty dollars like I can't do a that class? every week I can't do that every much. week yeah so find a class you could do every week because it's it, mm-hmm. it's better to have a routine than to just do it once I think the routine is where it's at so luckily for me I live a hundred and you know, are you eating a Twizzler right now. Yeah, it's so ironic. It's it's because we're talking about health and fitness. This is hilarious. I'm sure. No, but uh, it's very funny. I don't I don't mean to laugh at you. I'm I'm just laughing because I find it hilarious. No, no, no. No, because it it is funny because this is there's well, it's funny because it says on the on the back here. It's a low-fat snack, but it doesn't say how, how bad it is for your teeth. It, it, there is there is definitely nothing good about it, right? It's a processed no. food. It contains a lot of sugar and Andy, a lot of other chemicals. Yeah. But uh, it's, it's honestly, I don't really eat much other candy. It's the only candy I eat. And if I could recommend uh, an endorsement, chocolate Twizzlers are the best freaking candy <laughs> I've ever had in my entire life. They're hard to find. I have to go all the way to Harlem to because it's the only market I know that sells them. So, you, you, um, you feel good and you look good and you exercise and you allow yourself to to eat kind of junk food from from time to time. Sounds like most yes. of your diet is is healthy, but sounds like you're also doing right. a good amount of, of snacking. But. Mm-hmm. You know, and soda on the weekends, which is I'm, 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 I mean, it's only it's really mostly Friday night and Saturday. I don't really drink soda on, on Sunday unless I'm at a barbecue or something. Right, but I'm saying you you look like you're in shape. You you. I'm trying. Yeah, yeah. yeah so I mean, I I don't know what to, what to say about like longevity and stuff. Like I don't know. Do you get uh, your uh, your uh, blood uh, tested at all? Like, do you know if your blood uh, work is good? Yeah, actually, my, my blood pressure is actually pretty good. That's pretty normal. I think it was like one. No, but besides for one... for blood pressure, like, do you do like just like blood tests and tests for different biomarkers, see what your levels are, different things? Uh, yeah, every once a year I uh, have a physical and I go and I went there in May recently to my to my primary care, and um, all the test results were in an acceptable limits and results. Thank God. That's great. Cholesterol's so... good. Um, so oh, it sounds like thing. you don't have much to worry about, and 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 that is probably. Um, some combination of like genetics, like you got very lucky that you're able to metabolize, that you're able to, yeah. you know, eat it, and it doesn't affect you much. And then you're also exercising. So, I mean, there's a lot of combinations. And there are other people who, you know, if they they eat any junk food at all, um, you know, they they just they down, become yeah. obese or they're diabetic or or whatever. Um, so I don't know. I think it's an interesting point to say that everybody's different, and I think that um, you know sometimes people feel pressure to like fit in and and do what everyone else is doing. But I think people right. need to do what's good for them. Um, mm. And well, uh, what's good for you is is keeping yourself healthy. I can tell you that. Yeah, but I'm saying I think it, it looks different for for different people, right? Like like you might uh, you know go eat pizza every now and then. Um, like for me, I've I've had pizza maybe five times in, in the last five years. Like I've been eating basically no dairy, and wow. and uh, you know trying to cut down on bread and sugar and, and and whatever. But 
you know, other people have to have even less than me. Like they're actual celiac or they actually right, are right. lactose intolerant. Well, yeah, that's, that's, that's another thing. So luckily, speaking of which, it's, it's so interesting how people becoming a celiac has become so – the numbers have just increased dramatically in really? the past, what, two decades? Or I'm 28 years old now. The past 20 – like when I was growing up, no one in my class was a celiac. Well, one, food well, sensitivity one, in general, all types, including food allergies, um, have all increased. And I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I know that they've all increased. And there's a lot of different theories as to why that is. But part of it's probably processed foods. Part of it's probably mm. um, uh, like chemicals in, in the water or in, in the, uh, uh, you know, plastics that, you know, there's all these like plastics in our food and it, it's doing all sorts of stuff like uh yeah that's that's another yeah, that's another uh, big t- big issue plastics and everything man it's, it's unavoidable um i mean unless you go to like some fancy fancy supermarket where they have everything like glass uh, and things like that oh but not but more recently i've noticed a lot of restaurants at least in new york they're they're getting they're giving food and take out or whatever it is that you got in compost containers Okay. Apparently, it's supposed to be better, better for the environment and better for you. Like definitely better than styrofoam. I hate when they give me shit in styrofoam, (laughs) because I feel like that is always like melting into the food. Yes. Styrofoam is the worst. Well, even when the food is hot itself, it could potentially get some of the styrofoam chemical material in there. So the compostable is probably much better than the styrofoam for sure. Yeah, I I noticed that a lot of. I mean, also a lot to all to a lot of stores are doing uh, paper bags instead of plastic. But um, for 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 when it comes to a food perspective, I think compost is definitely a lot better. But it's it's very interesting that um, you know food sensitivities are up, food allergies are up, obesity what? is up, diabetes is up, all these uh, you know food related diseases are up. But you know what's down is like starvation <laughs> like right <laughs> so is is obesity we're, we're, we're talking mostly america here right yeah we're talking about america we're talking, is, talking about america yeah is obesity better than malnourishment or like which one's better because obviously um it goes along similar pathways right when when you increase this like cheap food that is processed and, and, and factories and they add all these chemicals you can make cheap more uh, food more affordable and so people starve less, but they're eating less healthy. Right. So, so I, I mean, I don't really know the answer. Like uh, before processed well, food, people really, were dying um, from I mean, malnutrition. It's, or right, it's not really the question you're asking is there's no one's there's it's not it shouldn't be a choice. Why do we why do we have to choose to be malnourished or, or obese? There's a lot of choices. You can go eat healthy as much as you want. There's plenty it's of hard. options here in America it's, now. Ah. Here's the problem. Yeah. It's more expensive. It, it's more expensive. And, like a lot more. And it, uh, it, it, it doesn't taste as good. It's not as addictive. Like all the food that's not good for you, like I mentioned before, like they engineer those tastes to be as addictive as possible. So, right, right. And the healthy foods don't really have that. You really have to train yourself. You have to avoid unhealthy food to actually crave healthy food. As soon as you eat french fries, 
you're gonna crave french fries every time you smell french fries but if you absolutely so, yeah like and, and, I, I, know, I, I it I know. took I me still, forever to stop craving here. pizza and i still crave pizza you know how hard it is to not crave pizza it's impossible every time you walk past the pizza store you just want pizza it's 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 the most it's the hardest thing ever um i mean but the yeah, longer I mean, you do I've it the easier it is pizza but walking by a good walking by a, a good smelling restaurant to see a mushroom or an onion slice you're like oh man what i would love that piece never to that never <laughs> especially for, since we're from new york and new york's known for how good their pizza is oh yeah oh yeah so it's it's definitely a tough thing to to eat healthy both from a cost perspective and from an addiction perspective, I, I think that uh, yes, absolutely. unhealthy food is addictive and, and it's probably a harder addiction. Like if you have an addiction to drugs or alcohol, it's not easy. But once you are off, then you can create boundaries for yourself. Oh, I don't I don't go to bars because I know if I'm around alcohol, then I'll be triggered to drink or I don't go to right. Atlantic City because then I'm, I'm going to be in the mood to, to do coke or whatever. Right. But yeah. you can't not eat food, right? It's right. You can't actually yeah, you cut yourself off. It's, it's, yeah, yeah. It's like it's like you, you you could stop you could stop drinking. You don't have to drink, but you have to eat food to survive. Right. Yeah. So I, I think food addiction is probably the hardest addiction to actually get rid of because you can't actually create like a, a zero tolerance boundary. You need to eat food right. in order to live. And then on the flip side, I think. I, I don't know actually if anorexia and stuff like that is up, but I know it's a problem. It's always been a problem. Well, that's a superficial problem. More important, more noticeably in the um, model. Um, no, uh, models, it's 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 um, big for uh, uh, teenage girls. It's one of the leading causes of death, I believe. That's that, that's that's really. I mean, I heard about this, and I've always seen it in movies, but I can't. It's so sad that it's true. I mean, these are they, teenage girls are American teenage girls are inherently obsessed with keeping themselves really skinny. Yeah, I I don't know if it's and, like, worse now than it's sick. been, or if it's the same. They make or, themselves or throw better. up. Yeah, it it's really uh, it's really bad. So so Americans and and people in general have an unhealthy relationship with food. And I guess it has to do with like taste, which is weird, right? You eat things that, that taste good, but you really should be eating things that are good for you. We should look at food as like a fuel for our bodies. We want to put in the gasoline that's going to make our bodies function correctly. We don't want to get like the, the off-brand gas that, that's not healthy. We want to eat good food because we want to fuel ourselves. But but we have a mouth with taste that's, you know, yeah. and we actually are, yeah. are more interested in eating things that taste good. And then on, on the other hand, um, you know, people are really struggling with body image and yeah. they get conflated because what, what do you think about this body positivity movement? I think it's the dumbest <laughs> yeah, one of the dumbest movements. I think it's very ill-advised, and I think it's just an excuse for people to be able to eat what they want and look like and look and look and be become fat and obese and not make uh, a big deal about it. It's just an, it sounds to me like an excuse, and it sounds to me people who look. There are some. I'm, I I I don't doubt that there are some people who have genetic problems and they cannot lose weight, and it's and it sucks, right? 
So I, I feel I, I feel I, I don't know what it's like, and I never I may never will. I don't know. Um, and that it sucks. People have different people have different genetic diseases. Um, uh, if you're overweight from a genetic disease, it's more noticeably than if you have an addiction. If you have um, um uh, if you have like um, a disease that was carried down to you from genetic like cancer or something, that's that's treatable because you're. I mean, they're going to be fat for their whole life. That's that's got that's got to be rough. So so. The body positivity, yeah, you should be, you should be, you should appreciate who you are, but you should also not, you should also take care of yourself. Yeah, you should also be eating healthy. Don't drink soda every day. Definitely don't. Every day. I used to drink soda every day, and I, I, I put on some weight. I remember this. It was, it was bad. Not to mention how horrible it is for your teeth. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, I find it <laughs> interesting. I mean, I don't, I don't know if the whole thing is is negative. I, I, I agree with all the negative things you mentioned because. I think it, it is propagating an unhealthy lifestyle, and uh, it, it is propagating an unhealthy lifestyle. Let me read you something from Wikipedia over here: causes of obesity. Uh, Wikipedia says, and I quote: "This is from Obesity Symptoms and Causes, the Mayo Clinic. In the United States, most people's diets are too high in calories, often from fast food and high-calorie beverages. Yep, people eat with people with obesity might eat more calories before feeling full, feeling hungry sooner, or eat more due to stress or anxiety. Another thing." Effects on life expectancy. The United States' high obesity rate is a major contribution to its relatively lower life expectancy in comparison with other high-income countries. In the U.S., 20, about 20% of cancer deaths in women and 40% of those in men are due to due to obesity. Yeah. It has been suggested that obesity may lead to a halt may lead to a halt in the rise of life expectancy in the United States in the 19th and 20th centuries. Yeah. In the event that obesity continues to grow, I mean, you, you, you get you get you get what's what's going on here. I mean, yeah, for, yeah, for here's, sure. Here's, obesity here's, here's is a, is a comorbidity for basically every disease, including COVID. Um, most of the people who who died um, had one or more comorbidities, and, and and obesity was one of the most prevalent ones. High blood pressure, um, cardiac can get into cardiac arrest, diabetes, all these terrible diseases, and then so but, but and then you have this body positivity movement. We have this this singer Lizzo. She's disgusting. Well, well, well so, I, I just want to say to for the the positive side for the of the body body oh. positivity movement is like I don't think like people should be mean to people if they're overweight. I don't think people oh, should no, no, be no, no. There's bullied. Absolutely. No, I'm saying, yeah, but I think no, that's that's a part of the body positivity movement, but then they take everything to the extreme because that's what people do. And they go from let's be nice to each other, which I fully agree with to let's yeah. pretend this is a healthy lifestyle because it's not. And then they also say, let's pretend this is universally attractive, which I'm, right. I'm sure it's subjectively attractive, right? Some people like, fat people that's fine people are okay, yeah, entitled sure, yeah. to be attracted to whoever they want but to pretend that it's universally attractive is a delusion and to pretend that it is healthy is is a delusion but but on the other hand like i said before everybody's different i'm sure there are some people who are overweight that are still healthy like but uh, that's probably a minority i i i assume most obese people have a lot of health issues because on average they do right um i just i just i see sometimes these people who are just like this this there was one girl i don't remember her name she was really fat and she posted a picture about saying a fat is beautiful or big is beautiful or something like that and i'm like no I mean, it's big, big is not, beautiful not to, be, to, to, to some not people to me it isn't 
to some people um and you know i i i don't i don't want to say something is or isn't beautiful i think people are entitled to find whatever they want beautiful i just think that uh there people are pretending that it's universally beautiful or reprimanding you for not finding it attractive when it like why should you it's like the same thing like oh if you don't want to if you're not attracted to a trans person (laughs) right they they're identifying as female but you're not into it so now you're transphobic because you're supposed to pretend that everyone is just in agreement about this thing so it's the same thing right like according to some people that wouldn't make you transphobic by the way that's what i'm saying so like those same yeah, people little, would it's say pretty ridiculous actually those same people are are in the body positive all these people are in all these movements by the way the same people and they would call you yeah. phobic or whatever if you don't find that it attractive yeah which is yeah, again a, just to repeat myself for the 10th time i'm sure some people do find it attractive and that's fine um, but what I, what, what I really dislike about this whole body positivity movement is that there's um, you have some personal trainer who looks really well, and he or she posts a picture of themselves, and they'll get all these they'll get all these attacks and nasty comments from people saying that triggers me that you like like basically basically they're telling them you look good and I think and I think you should and I think you should hide to hide like that's that's really fucked up. Yeah, that's crazy. Like when what was her? I guess was it Adele? That lost weight and people were upset at her. Clapping for her. I didn't. I didn't know yeah. Kelly Clarkson was overweight. I thought she was was thin. But uh, I think no. Adele lost a lot of weight and and people gave her a lot of shit for it instead of congratulating her. It's crazy. Isn't that messed up. And I've also heard a word uh, called diet culture. Have you heard of this? <laughs> Have you heard of this? I don't know. What it's the, like what the hell is that? They they tried to do like remember when they were saying rape culture. Yeah. So they're saying diet culture. People are too. Well, and I guess that's another question, right? I guess. Do you think that you could be too into health and wellness? Do you think people overdo it? Oh yeah, to yeah. People be yeah, too obsessed. Absolutely. There's some. There's some people that are. What if, like, um, I I know I was at a wedding. I was at a. Yeah, I was at a wedding once, and so those couple. They must have been their sixties. They are so skinny. They're addicted to like running and eating healthy. Both the the husband and the wife. I was like, what the heck? Like I never seen people that skinny in my entire life. They they must have been working out almost every single day for the past forty years, forty thirty years, nonstop. Wow. They're not like, and they don't. I mean, good for it's them. good that that their age they they look thin, but they look like they're anorexic a little bit. Well, if they're anorexic, then that that's not good. But if they're physically fit and in shape, I think like, it's great. Like physically, it's it's crazy. And, and so I I I think probably some people overdo it, but I think in general it's a it's a good thing. And and uh, when people say diet culture, it's it's a way to make being unhealthy <laughs> a moral good and being healthy a moral bad. And that right. is in this up. upside down world that that we're living in. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like whatever. It's just, I, I think people are just, in my opinion, this is just like America's cultures or whatever. They're making these movements because people are, people either just don't want to change or they're just getting lazy, and that's that's another another issue. Because people are like, you know, I'm fine the way I am, or I, I don't want to go on a diet. They just want to. 
You just want to be able to have more fast food and more soda. I mean, how many calories is one Mickey D's meal? Like McDonald's, you get a cheeseburger, fries, and a Coke. It's like thousands of calories. Yeah. And it's cheap. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't know. I never had, I mean, I had the McDonald's in Israel, but I never had the McDonald's in the United States. I'm sure the that there none of them are are that great. The one in Israel might be slightly healthier because the, the the sources and ingredients are known. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. And also, it's also a kosher one, so that's different. Actually, I, I was in Israel a few in August, and I went to the kosher Burger King. It was actually pretty good. I liked it. I went there when I was a kid. I don't really recall. Um, yeah. But I I personally generally I stay away from fast food. Uh, I said once in a it's while. So hard like, to. It's so like, good. Uh, what, hey man, yeah. Once in a while on a Saturday night, I might want to. I might want to get a burger, fries, and a Coke from, I don't know, maybe uh, Izzy's or or somewhere. And a good. Oh no, Deli Cosmos got the best burgers. Deli Cosba, yeah. Yeah, I, I know that we're not, we're getting a little topic, but um, <laughs> one, what, if if you if you if you're taking care of yourself in general, once in a while is okay. Like you should give yourself a treat. I hear that. I hear that. And there's a lot to be said um, for giving yourself a treat. And I think that it's good to be viewed as a treat and you should enjoy the treat and not feel guilty about it. But it should be yes. viewed as a treat and not a break to the habit because I think the habit and the routine is very important and you don't want to leave the routine. So if you build in reward as part of the routine, I think it's very good. And you're gonna, you're gonna and you're gonna teach your brain to um, say, hey, look, I enjoyed this. Maybe if I work out more, I'll be able to have another another one sometime sometime in the near future. Yeah, or or you could train yourself to to have healthy <laughs> rewards. So I I try to skip breakfast because I think there's a lot of research on on intermittent huh. fasting and and just trying to eat within uh, smaller windows and and not uh, first thing in the morning. So what I what I try to do is go to the gym as early as I can. And if I go mm. to the gym, I get to reward myself by having a protein shake. Uh, mm-hmm. And that's, uh, that's usually pretty yummy. And then I'm, I'm so, right. I, and, but it's also healthy. So it, it's like a healthy I never actually reward. I never looked at it. I don't do any sugar. So I just, I just have, um, I, I don't, I don't do dairy. So I used, I don't do whey. I do egg white protein powder. And wow. I do, uh, Amazing. I put in like uh, the whatever the Amazon version of Athletic Greens is. Like they have like a green powder that's like yeah. all these vegetables, you know. Um, uh, I forget exactly what the Amazon version is called, but uh, I put a scoop of that in there, and then um, I'll put in uh, some creatine powder, and I'll put in either water or oat milk. And the oat milk usually wow. will have some sugar in it, or even if it right. is unsweetened, it has like it's not perfectly healthy. But anyways, well, oat milk's not it's big. like oat a milk's it's like a healthy reward. <laughs> That's awesome. If you, you're gonna get if you if you work around and do that like four days, three or four days a week for the next few months, you're gonna get really ripped. Yeah, that's the plan. I mean, trying. really ripped. But if you, if you keep one thing, I can't emphasize this enough. I'm sure, everyone says this is consistency. You gotta be consistency. Yes, consistent. About it. To me, it's all about building the habit, building the routine, and uh, and, and and just going to the gym, like you said. Like even if you yeah. have a bad workout, whatever, you know, you're not in the mood. But I think just going helps you build that habit. I want to ask, like, we just went through COVID nineteen, 
and a lot of people died and I don't want to say most without the numbers in front of me but let's just say many died with one or more comorbidities a lot of people had three or four comorbidities do you think this has motivated people to care more about improving their health or not really oh well that's a well I'm going to try to stick to that question and not get too up top because COVID made a lot of people do a lot of different things with their health that's true <laughs> um, one of them is uh, obviously getting vaccinated I personally got I got vaccinated once myself um, yeah I got, yeah. I got early because I have asthma even though I haven't used an inhaler since 2019 yeah um, uh, and I didn't get any boosters because when I got the vaccine I ended up getting more sick from the vaccine than I did from uh, the virus itself but we're not really here to talk about the vaccine but COVID motivated a lot of people to do everything healthier everything a hundred percent, one hundred percent. That's great. I mean, look, look, a lot of unfortunately, a lot of people who who, who suffer from who suffer from obesity were the the most people in the hospital. My my brother told me he was in the ER. He saw all these people that were obese and they were in the hospital. Well, yeah, that that was that was one of the primary comorbidities that that were going along with the the COVID. But I, I I'm just I, I'm curious. I mean, to me, it didn't feel like people actually started caring more about their health and and exercising and eating better because of covid i think people um saw the vaccine as their savior and right. you know and jesus absolved them of their sins once they <laughs> accepted the vaccine into their lives um they continued to disregard their health i don't i don't know if people actually started exercising more and paying more attention to nutrition i hope that i hope they did I really hope you're right, but I I didn't witness it. I I I can tell you there's two things of that from that what you just said that's very important. Yes, the vaccine changed a lot of people, but I think before the vaccine came out, um, pe- people were people were actually I was gonna say people were drinking less, but that's actually, that's just not true. The exact opposite. People were actually drinking a lot more during COVID. People fact, were drinking more. Them, people were eating more junk food. People were staying home. They weren't going to the gyms. Um, you know, even because they were closed. All the data coming out. Yeah, but I'm saying they didn't even try to do home workouts. You know, they didn't do diet or nutrition or or you know, a lot of the people were vitamin D deficient. Nobody was supplementing. Mm-hmm. Like there there were so many and and I think this was a failure on behalf of of the government and the media and the uh the vaccine propagandists that uh you know, we're trying to sell this one solution which is fine. I'm not I'm not trying to say the vaccine was bad. I know people have a lot of opinions on on that and there's a lot of research and and all that, but uh, but the fact that just re- baseline wellness was not emphasized by any of these media outlets as something you could do to avoid getting really sick because the people who got really sick, like I said, had comorbidities, a lot of them. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and the fact yeah, that it had, wasn't emphasized yeah. like you know, here are some ways you can start an exercise routine. Here are foods that are healthy. Here are vitamins that you should be taking. And that message was not really spread. I didn't see that anywhere. Well, not only that, but if you look at most of the commercials on these, let's say you're watching either Fox or CNN or CBS or whatever it might be. Most of, many of the commercials are Wendy's, McDonald's, Arby's, and big pharma don't forget big pharma 
big pharma. Well, that 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 too. And we, I mean, it's 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 what is it? It's either a car commercial, a a, a pill commercial, <laughs> or a food commercial. Exactly. <laughs> um. And so luckily for me, I have no interest. I mean, and, and, and even since on, on, on all these um, medical commercials, um, side effects may include yada, yada, da, 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 consult your doctor if you start experiencing yada, da, 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 and all these different side effects. And they got, and then they got all these food commercials making these delicious double bacon cheeseburger or whatever it is, which has who knows how many calories, making it look so good with this fake advertising. And then, and then that's, instead of that, they're, they're promoting that instead of, Doing advertisements for I don't know Blake Fitness or, or Equinox or, or Orange Theory Fitness or something, right? Or, or I don't know exercise of the day like that's, and that's what and, and you know they're paying money to be in the slots of these media um, channels commercials. Oh, I, before we close out, I just want to ask you, uh, what's your like sources of information? Like, how do you educate yourself on? what is healthy uh what you should be doing like what where do you get information from um on your routines a great website and a great magazine is menshealth.com if you okay. haven't heard of it already <laughs> it, it is good i used to i used to get that they had a, a lot of interesting articles for sure they have so many proven i mean most most of the thing is it's 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 not one of these i'm personally like bullet points and a lot of websites are not in huge paragraphs necessarily um it's in bullet points and tips and they got really good exercise exercise um tips they got really good nutrition tips and then and it's all i i'm pretty sure you don't need a you don't need a a membership just to read it online i think it might be accessible to anyone who's not paying for it and that's great that's a good thing yeah <laughs> you don't have to, have to go to the library anymore to learn how to eat healthy yeah and and I'll just put a plug out there for the Uberman Lab podcast. Andrew Uberman has uh, a show uh, once, maybe twice a week. Um, he goes deep into data. He's very, uh, you know, well researched and, and and sometimes a little bit information overload. But if you want to know about health and fitness, uh, Uberman Lab is really an amazing amazing cool. podcast uh akiva we're getting to the end of our time i want to thank you again for joining me before you leave what is one thing if you had to choose only one thing that you want me and all of our listeners to know get i i, I learned this the hard way get as much sleep and rest as you possibly can i don't care if it's you had to go to bed earlier because I, I had to do that fine um get rest and and drink something that i'm still working on drink more water more i, I can't emphasize that enough unless i get to have a, have a jug every day or whatever it is but the, whatever the recommended is uh, go through two three water bottles a day whatever it is maybe more than that i'm not even sure what the exact number is but drink water and get rest and you're gonna feel like a million bucks your whole life changes it doesn't happen overnight it happens over time now i know <laughs> <laughs>